0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI Inc. Insights Podcast episode, I explore Jason Freed's recent Inc. video, The Future of Office Design. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today as I explore Jason Fried's recent Inc. video, The Future of Office Design, as part of our Inc. Insights series. Open office layouts and the amount companies spend on rent will likely change after COVID-19, according to Basecamp CEO Jason Fried. I look forward to exploring this brief video with you and sharing some of my insights. And I'll catch you on the flip side of this first clip.
1: People are gonna still have offices, but I think they're gonna rethink how much money they're spending on rent. I think they're gonna maybe downsize offices. I think office designs may have to change quite a bit. Um, I would not want to be in a commercial real estate business right now. Um, In fact, our lease for our office is coming up. We have a 10-year lease. Our lease is expiring on on July 31st. So we're going to go without an office for a while. Um, Maybe a year, maybe two, maybe three, maybe five. I don't know.
0: The bottom line is things are changing with this pandemic. We all know it. The nature of work uh, is changing in a variety of ways in more virtual work, more hybrid work. And of course, that has implications for the physical workspace, uh, office design, office space, and how much is needed, how it's utilized, etc. So, in this very brief um, uh, clip, he is just starting to lay out why he thinks uh, these things are going to be changing in relation to office space, and specifically how things are going to be changing at Base Camp as an example. Uh, that they're not even sure they're going to renew their their office lease. They probably won't, and they're not sure they'll do it for an, even another one, two, or five years. And I agree that I suspect that's how many organizations are going to approach this as they come up to the end of their lease agreements uh, for their office space. We've already seen a move in this direction prior to the pandemic and the move towards more virtual work. That many um, within industries where it was more um, normal or acceptable to have virtual workers, they were already having more people work from home, downgrading the the amount of office space required and redesigning you know really what they even meant by office design uh to explore what was really necessary and what
1: would help the organization to be successful Um, we have a hybrid situation so we're remote but we also have a headquarters in chicago and we're going to go without for a while and i think a lot of other companies are going to start to realize that they can go without or go with less And I think, again, like office design is going to have to change a bit. Maybe the open office is not something which, by the way, I think is a bad idea anyway. But now I think might be on its last legs here. Um, Open office spaces may not really carry very far after this. So go without or go with
0: less. And he isn't keen on the whole idea of open office space anyways, but suspects that uh, with office redesigns following the pandemic and more virtual work that the open office approach is just going to uh, die out. Uh, Now, I I tend to agree. I'm not a huge fan of open office space. Uh, I think it's important to have shared collaborative spaces, but that's not to say that everyone should be working on a regular basis in shared office spaces. Uh, So finding a way Uh, you know, really like anything else to find hybrid approaches where people can have their individual space where they can focus without distraction, but also have shared collaborative spaces is going to be important. But again, more organizations are going to realize that they don't need as much physical space in order to accomplish what they need to, uh, to bring value to the marketplace and for their consumers. So if I can reduce my overhead by 20% or 30% just by um, downsizing my physical office space, or even getting rid of it, and just moving uh, to an ongoing virtual uh, work environment—you uh, know—then that's something you, that you obviously would want to seriously look at and consider. Now, certainly, there there would be uh, other, perhaps unintended consequences of getting completely rid of your office space in the long term, but. I do think that many organizations are going to go more of a hybrid approach. They're going to downsize. Um, they're going to have uh, shared offices in the sense that people will stagger when they come into the office to use the physical office space, and they'll still have collaborative spaces, but they just won't need as much open office space, uh, and they just won't need as much individual office space either because more people will be working from home either full-time or in a hybrid format. and work. The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life.
1: It'll be really interesting to see how this shakes out. Um, I mean, in Chicago, where we're based, they've been building and building and building millions of square feet of office space, just, just growing like crazy. And I, 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 I'm scared for them because it's gonna be a lot of empty spaces. Um, so I'm, I'm very curious to see how it shakes out, but I, I, I'm not bullish on commercial real estate, nor am I bullish on things like re-work or, uh, WeWork or shared office space or, or whatnot.
0: It is interesting to think about commercial real estate and the role that this pandemic is going to play uh, moving forward as more organizations start to really reconsider how much physical office space they need. Uh, so he talks about not being bullish about the, the future of the retail office space, the the commercial office space, and, and how it, that industry could be in for tough times, and I tend to agree with that. Um, and ultimately, I think organizations are going to have to wrestle with uh, what they hope uh, to accomplish with their physical workspaces and how much is needed versus how much they can uh, deal with uh, either from a remote workforce or a hybrid workforce into the future uh, to, to get the, most, the, the best of both worlds, so to speak. Uh, Now, I I don't know the future, and I certainly can't um, claim to be able to predict exactly how things are going to pan out, and I know that some are super anxious to get back to the physical workplace. Uh, They want to be with their teams. They don't feel like they can collaborate as effectively over uh, Teams or Zoom. They don't feel like they can brainstorm as effectively. Some of that, I think, is just growing pains and a learning curve, and, and we'll get better at it, but there is something to being in the physical space with your people uh, to really get the most out of uh, each other and maximize on the potential of each other. So organizations across industries, uh, across uh, organizational types and job types are gonna have to wrestle with this and figure it out and I really don't think there's a one size fits all and I suspect that most organizations are going to move into some sort of a hybrid type of an
1: approach. It's one thing when you go to an office and you kind of know your employees, if there's like a pandemic, like, well, we can talk amongst ourselves about safety precautions we're taking. But if you go into a space which is occupied by 100 other companies or 500 other freelancers, you don't have a relationship with them. You don't really know what they're doing. You might be even more reticent to go into a space like that because you don't know how everyone individually is handling situations. So I think it's going to be really hard in co-working spaces as well.
0: And I think his point about co-working spaces is an incredibly important one. Uh, it's one thing if I have my own office building or my um, my people work on one floor or we're fairly segmented off from other areas, uh, we can have more control over uh, health protocols, over cleaning protocols, and, and things like that as it relates to the pandemic. Uh, but when you're in co-working spaces, when you're with a lot of other freelancers, when you're, you know, maybe just using a couple offices on a floor and there's a bunch of other companies using offices, you don't you have, have no control over how they're utilizing their space, when their employees come in, what their protocols are, when someone tests positive, uh, how they're going to be cleaning. Uh, there, you just don't have any control over that. And so that does bring up a lot of questions about, some of the risk that our employees are going to have to face when we bring them back to the physical office. Uh, And and for some organizations, that's just not going to be worth it. They're not going to be willing to to deal with that risk. Um, At the end of the day, like I've said a few times already in this episode, uh, there's not a one-size-fits-all, and every organization is going to have to figure it out for them and their team based on their company culture, their values and understanding the, the necessity to take care of their people and to keep their people healthy. And depending on the particular nature of their business and the, the kind of customer-facing uh, roles that they may or may not have, uh, some organizations really are going to be able to move into a virtual or hybrid model long-term Uh, And as they get more and more comfortable with this approach, they'll find that they can maximize the benefits and minimize and mitigate the, the challenges and the gaps, you know, around being together in person. As always, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you have a great week.